this is a program that I can sustain, that any guy can sustain for the long term. It incorporates everything that we need to stay healthy. And quite honestly, it really goes against the grain, um, no pun intended, but of, <laughs> of the world we live in because so many guys buy into that that lie. And my perspective is, you know, fear's a liar, punch him in the mouth. Hey there, my friend, and welcome back to this next episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. Again, my name is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi. I'm the founder here at the Fit Father Project and the host of this podcast. And boy, am I excited to give you this upcoming interview where I had the pleasure to sit down with one of our amazing program members, Mr. Kevin Stoltz who used our FitFather 30X program to lose over 10 inches on his waist and just really reclaim his health and his vitality as a 50-year-old guy and a father of seven. So Kevin is no stranger to the challenges that come with a busy life, a busy schedule, a busy family, yet he was able to do some specific things with his mindset, his nutrition, and his exercise to get himself back on track, to recreate his health, and to set himself and his family up for a very bright and healthy future. I know you're going to learn a lot from Kevin's episode. I know you're going to find a lot of inspiration. There were some seriously emotional moments in this conversation, too, when Kevin shares some of the challenges his family has faced amidst his health and fitness journey. But this is life. Life is a process of us going through all the curveballs, and we really can be healthy and have a busy life and schedule, and I think Kevin's a wonderful example of that. So I'm super excited in just a few moments to give you this conversation, and I also want to let you know as one of our amazing podcast listeners, whether you are a program member of the Fit Father Project or you're thinking about joining us, you can use the promo code PODCAST15, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-15, on our Fit Father Project score to get 15% off any of our supplements, like the Superfuel Protein that Kevin mentions in this episode, as well as our full FitFollow 30X fat loss program, our old school muscle building program, that promo code will work for all of that. So without further ado, let's get into today's conversation with Mr. Kevin Stoltz. All right, Kevin, welcome to the FitFather Project Podcast, my friend. Thank you, man. Good to be here. So in customary fashion, I want to start off with the basics about you, your name, your age, where you're from, a little bit about your family, and then we'll get into your FitFather journey. Yeah, Absolutely. Name's Kevin Stoltz. I am 51 years old, live in Northern Michigan and grew up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And I am married to my wife, Christy. We've been married for about 20, almost 28 years. And we met in 93. We got married in 94. I have seven beautiful children. They range from 25 all the way down to two years old. I've got two grandchildren, uh, Eleanor, who is almost three, and Ezekiel, who will be three in about three days from now. And my job, I am a regional director with Ducks Unlimited. So basically what that means is I'm kind of the conduit between my volunteer chapter members. So Ducks Unlimited is a nonprofit. And so what my job is, is that I work with the volunteers because it's all about wetland conservation and habitat and things like that. So I work with them and we fundraise and we raise funds for that mission of conservation of wetland habitat. So I've been with them for about a year, but almost all of my career prior to that was in retail management, running stores all over Northern Michigan. And then most recently I was down in in central Missouri. So demanding job. It's a lot of fun, crazy hours. I'll kind of get into that too when I start talking about some of the important things. But yeah, that's who we are. So seven kids, busy career. 
leads you up to this point where you're approaching 50 when you find us. Where does your fit father journey with us start? What's going on in your life? And let's get into that. A lot to unpack there. So, you know, and with seven kids, I think I shared in a post not too long ago. So the snapshot version of that story, I had had a vasectomy done in like 2000. And it took me about six years to kind of come out of that. But change of heart, you know, my wife had always wanted a bigger family. And I was always kind of like, well, you know, I came from two kids. And so I kind of opened up my heart and allowed myself to listen to God's voice in my life. And I had that reversed in 2007. And now as a result of that, we've got four more kids. So all that getting up to that point, you're chasing around kids and, and it's hard enough when you're in your 20s. And then when you get into your late 40s and 50 years old, you know, it's a whole different ballgame. So I was going through just kind of the normal stuff, which a lot of the guys have shared. You know, you're you get to a point where you almost kind of go on autopilot, where you're just you're just going through the motions, you know, and that stigma, right, if you will, where it's kind of like, well, you know, you get 40 plus and you just have to kind of go with it. It's a part of life. You're working hard and you're tired and stuff. And, and and there's so many different things with my health, you know, with low HDL levels. And I was dealing with IBS issues and things like that, autoimmune stuff. And so I've kind of had almost a stew, if you will, of different things I've dealt with physically. But really to that point, it was my career was burning me out. I was exhausted all the time, man. And I'd come home and my wife was basically like, you know, I, you're like a zombie. I don't even know you, you know, because I was so tired mentally and physically. And so my career in retail was doing that. I was neglecting my health and I had done different workouts like the guys have shared, you know, in, in other podcasts. So, you know, I'll do a workout, I'll have some results, but they're not sustainable. I don't have that connectivity, if you will, which I think is great that the program offers with the Brotherhood on Facebook. But, you know, I kind of did those ups and downs. I get up to 2019. And at that point, I knew I needed to make a change, like a a serious change, a life change, not just surface flash in the pan stuff, but something deeper. And in July of 2019, my oldest son, Hunter, who was in the Army and he was stationed at Fort Campbell, Kentucky, he was a you know 68 whiskey combat medic, legit doing it all. He literally had just gotten out of the gym at like five o'clock in the morning. And long story short, he got cut off by a minivan. He slams his Harley motorcycle into the van. Massive injury. They airlift him from Clarksville right to Vanderbilt in Nashville. And, you know, it was at that point, Doc, where I was going through a lot of soul searching, a lot of, a lot of things in my life, uh, physically for myself too. And now I'm right there alongside my son while he's fighting for his life. And it was just a time of reflection. And I knew I needed to make a change. I'm at the hospital with him because I was the one who stayed with him during the duration of the night. So I got the band because everybody else had to go home and take care of all these kids I had. And there was a lot of just dark, quiet hours where, where I could reflect. And I just happened to be going through Facebook. And one of my friends in Missouri had shared a post on Fit Father Project. And I mentioned it before earlier, I know too, in one of my posts that there's all these gimmicks, these fads out there where the guy's got the selfie stick and he's walking in the backyard and he's like, eh, all that stuff. But, you know, it's not an all-encompassing approach. And that was one of the things that attracted me to your program. I liked your approach. I liked your videos and the way that you, you, you were just speaking from your heart and you were talking about your story. And I think that's another key thing too, to Fit Father Project was that 
to me, I could relate to your story that you were talking about with your dad. And we all have been in that place in our lives where it's like, okay, we've got to draw a line in the sand. And I was there. So I'm going through this with Hunter. I find the post. I tap into it. You know, and we're kind of always doing that. Eh, it's just, just another one of those things, right? And I start going into it and I'm like, okay, this is different. This is, this is what I've been looking for. And you can ask my wife how many times I said, there's nothing for 40-year-old guys. Yeah, I mean, you, you go through the internet and you're searching and everything. And a book is great, but a book is just a book. You don't have that camaraderie. And so all of those pieces combined, I was like, you know what? What do I have to lose? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this thing a shot. So I do it. And I didn't buy the life membership. I just kind of bought, I think, the first month or however it works. I get a hold of my wife who's in Missouri. And I said, honey, next time you come grab one of my 20s, grab my set of 20s, grab my mat. And I was literally working out in the hospital room while Hunter was recovering. So with a TBI, he goes through different phases of, you know, different therapies and all that. And he was exhausted. And so I had to wait until he would fall asleep. And sometimes that was in the middle of the day. I put the don't disturb sign on the door and I was working out in the bathroom of the hospital room. But I was enjoying it and I was getting stoked. And when he was sleeping and the nurses were all watching him, I'm taking a walk around Nashville. And then I started jogging around Nashville. So I'm doing my life stuff while my son's doing his life stuff. And it was, we were doing it together. It was amazing. So all of that was really where it started. And funny thing that's kind of, I don't know how far back some of the guys remember, but they flew us out to a VA hospital in Richmond, Virginia. (laughs) I couldn't bring my dumbbells with me on the airplane. So I get there and I was already feeling momentum and, you know, my muscles were getting stronger, my vascularity, everything, you know, that comes with the program. Like, I don't want to go backwards. And so I'm sitting in the room and, you know, being a guy who's lifted here and there throughout my life, I'm like, okay, what do I need? Well, I need something to do shoulders. I need something to swing. I need something to squat with. So I have a travel size suitcase and I go down to the lobby at the Fisher house and I'm taking all these books out of the library (laughs) and everybody there was probably like, man, this guy's a bookworm. What's he doing? Well, they didn't even know I'm filling up my suitcase with books. I went back up to the room and I was doing shoulders and the swings and the apex 10 with that. And then I'm like, okay, well, what do I do for bent over rows? I don't have anything. So I end up doing the bed. I'm on a chair leaning over the, the bed frame and I put that suitcase full of books on the bed and I'm doing bent over rows with the, with the bed. And, and I think the message there that I wanted to get out to everybody is that if there's a will, there's a way and there's no excuses. You can always figure out a way to make this thing happen. So that's kind of where I was at at that point in my life. And that's how I found the Fit Father Project. And from there, once I started getting into it and the Apex 10 and how everything worked and all the other aspects of it, I'm like, I'm in, I'm sold. This is a good program, what I had been looking for. Totally. Yep. I want to comment a couple of things. The video that you did share in the Brotherhood was amazing. I do remember you rowing that bed, the hotel <laughs> bed, and it's just so good. You're doing like a one-arm row with this bed frame. It's, it's an amazing sight and it's so much more than just fitness. I think you really do represent in the Brotherhood the idea that when the mind is there, the solutions can be created no matter what the obstacles are. And that's something I definitely want to dive in with you more over the rest of this conversation is the mindset of getting yourself back up. Because I know you had some setbacks past that with some injuries and stuff. And I want to talk about that. But let's get into your actual physical transformation. I know I've seen a picture of you in January of, I believe it was 2020. And you're around 220 pounds. Not quite that heavy. I was about 192. Yeah, that was in January 2020. I was about at 192. But 
you know, this gut. Like a 40-inch waist, because I know you lost a lot of weight off your waist. So. I lost a lot of waist. So yes, I did. And really, to kind of rewind, so I was having the experience I was in 19, but then I went home in like October and back to work, back to the stress, back to life. And within that two and a half months, the progress I had made while I was with Hunter at the hospital hit the brakes. I walked away from it because I hadn't locked it all in yet. January 2020 was where I said, okay, enough is enough. I am doing this and I really want to give this a go. So yeah, I had like a 42 inch waist and I was at like 192. And that was when I went just absolute balls to the wall with this thing. So yeah, I, I had some weight to drop and I really focused myself. And so from January 20 to like June 20 was that before and after picture. I mean, dude, I had trimmed down to like 168. I was... Yeah. I was high school weight again. You That's 30, the weight that I, like a 34 inch waist. I mean, just to see the side by side, if people are watching us on YouTube, we will throw the clip up there because your belly yeah. disappeared. It was, it was gone. It was incredible. And obviously right. your arms got huge too, which was a nice bonus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been blessed with a good foundation. That's for sure. I mean, honestly, growing up as a kid in the upper peninsula, it's cold. There's long winters. And I was, I was throwing wood around when I was a kid. So by the time I was 16, 17 years old, genetically, I'd already, you know, built that muscle, but it was a lot of work too. Yeah. It's nice. Cause when I do get back into it, normally I can get the pump on pretty quick. So, but it's nice to know for guys in their forties and fifties that it can come back. Like that old muscle memory can wake back up. You just got to get training program that is body specific works for your joints and your schedule, et cetera. So when you really buckle down, in January of 2020, when you're back, what are the specific changes that you make? Let's start with nutrition. And I want to talk about how did the Fit Father approach dial in your nutrition differently than what you maybe had done in the past? Well, I'm going to tell you what I did was I went back and I started, you know, going through the videos and through the PDFs and everything. And, and honestly, I was doing it and had gotten in habit when I was again back at the hospital, not sound like a broken record, but basically, you know, I did the shake in the morning. I love that, you know, Ezekiel bread, sprouted bread sandwich, some turkey, cheese, a little bit of lettuce, whatever, apple, almonds, mid-afternoon, and then a sensible dinner. And to me, the nutrition part of it is huge. And that supplementation piece is paramount. I mean, because as we get older, you've said it a million times, you know, our bodies aren't producing those things naturally the way they used to. And we've got to, we've got to supplement that with those things. So the probiotic and the the multivitamin and all those things. I was incorporating that with it as well. But I'm going to tell you, you know, for me, the two things that really have been kind of the X factor in the program, the water, number one, and, and I'm not going to lie. I mean, I've got my Yeti right here. I drink about three of these suckers a day. And the fact of the matter is, is if you're peeing all the time, you're doing it. <laughs> and, and I mean, it is. And the fact is, is that I'd rather go pee 20 times a day because I know I'm getting all my water that I need to be doing. And then the fasting is absolutely paramount. When I embraced the fasting and the intermittent, I had never done that in all the years of working out. And you talk about the mind clarity and the brain fog disappearing and those benefits of, of fasting. And I was intrigued when I went through all those videos where you really spell that out. And again, that's what makes this a unique program because you're a doctor. It's obvious you know what you're talking about, but you help spell it out for just everyday schmoes like me. And that fasting was it's huge. And I still do it to the day. I mean, every day I intermittent fast. I'm trying to do a 24 hour at least once a week. But all those things combined, next thing you know, you're feeling better from the inside out. The workouts and stuff are just the cherry on top, mm -hmm. but you've got to take care of your temple first. And that's yep. that's the biggest part of it. For sure. And for those listening that aren't familiar with the exact program literature in the beginning, first phase of the program, we're establishing that core nutrition plan, which 
is exactly what you described, like a regimented meal number one breakfast, you know, some simple lunches, whether it's a sandwich, a salad, leftovers from dinner, a, a standardized snack and flexibility for dinner. So you pretty much spelled out like the plan. And then after around 30 days, we start doing like a little more structured intermittent fasting and cleaning that body out with a dinner to dinner fast. And it's amazing what it can do for the health. And I'm glad you really experienced that firsthand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny that when I was going through that, and I remember the process back in 19 and especially 20, because getting to like May and June of 20, I I kept trying to figure out how do I describe this to people? Because, you know, people were like, what the heck, dude? I mean, you're just like, it's melting off you what's going on. And I'm trying to tell them. But you remember the movie in Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man when Peter Parker gets bit and he wakes up and he's just like, whoa. And all of his senses were like, on cue, you know, and all of that kind of stuff, all of a sudden it's like, you just feel so much different. And that's the only way I could describe it to people. I I feel like Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Right. You said it's like this, you think the word you've used before is like a zest and a zeal. Like you almost have this vitality that, that gets reawoken in the body. And I think that's really the gift that you now have for the next back half of your life. That's absolutely incredible. So I want to get into the mindset component because I think there are a lot of guys out here who are either coming up with obstacles and excuses not to start. Maybe they haven't had like a big life event that has kicked them in the butt quite yet to hop on the wagon, or maybe they have been on before and they're in our brotherhood, but you know, something derailed them, an injury derailed them. Like talk to me about what your journey has been with momentum, creating it, recreating it and the mindset around all that. Yeah. I I had such an amazing experience that first half of 20 and, and again, here's one of the messages I want to send to guys. You're going to feel strong. You're going to feel like Tarzan, right? You can do things you weren't able to do before, but you got to be smart. Use your head when you're doing things because we still can be prone to injury. And so for myself, I, literally, I was getting ready to take my kids fishing and I'm cleaning out our canoe and I'm doing all this stuff. And, you know, He-Man dad who thinks because he's been working out and feeling so good, I try to lift a canoe and I think, well, I'm just going to squat this up on the top of the van and we'll go fishing. And when I pulled that, you know, I heard something in my right shoulder kind of pop. It was not good. I knew it at the time. It hurt. And next thing you know, I can't even lift my 20-pound dumbbell past my waist, you know. And and I'm like, okay, this is not good. And so I allowed that to derail me, basically. And that was what I shared in my post a couple months ago. All that momentum to get to where I was and something like that, you can either... You know, that's where you're at a fork in the road and you have to make that decision consciously. Am I going to continue on the path that I'm at course correct? Because we always have to course correct in life where things aren't always going to be exactly the same thing, but you adapt, you course correct and stay. So I could have chosen to continue more with HIIT training at that point. The weight had already shed, but Again, that's why all these guys are involved with this and we're, we're passionate about this and we're looking for something like this program because life comes at us and pretty soon something can, again, use the word derail you, however you want to describe it, it takes you off course. And for me, I just not even consciously allowed some of those habits to start coming back in and pretty soon that feeling of being almost 20 again apparently didn't feel good enough because I allowed myself to get derailed allowed. And that's a personal thing. So mindset is huge. And you've got, you've got to understand that there's going to be those times where you may, you may fall, you may trip up, you may, you miss a workout or something happens. But the key is keeping that focus on that mission statement, your why, your why, your why. 
for me, it's number one, my wife. It's number two, my children, my grandchildren. And I have to keep going back to that. And so I think if from a mindset perspective, Doc, if we keep that always in the forefront of our mind and in our heart, then when life comes at us, we're always going to naturally navigate back to the straight and narrow, right? And so that's kind of been my path. But then I got to the point here a few months ago where I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, that was you. You can do it again. So get off your lazy rear end and get back to where you had been for you and for your family. And so I just started back up in June, this past June, kind of took a rewind a little bit, got back into the Apex 10. Yeah, okay. I mean, you have that window of time and you're going to get your butt handed to you, which I did, but it felt great. Next thing you know, I'm back. And I think sometimes maybe we have to go through those things so that we can fully appreciate where we've been and where we truly want to go. Are we in this for the long term or are we in it for the short term? And is this something that we've really committed ourselves to? Yeah, I have no doubt because you went through that process of having the injury, allowing yourself to slip back and then recommitting again, you're even stronger and more solid because you experienced the vitality of Spider-Man. You lost it. And then you went and you recreated it. And ultimately, yeah, life's a seasonal cyclical thing. We don't know what the curveballs are going to be thrown or even the seasons. Like every year, we're going to hit the holidays. You know, for a lot of people, that's a challenging time. So you need to plan in a program that works for you and can keep you in the guardrails over the long haul. And it seems like that's certainly what you've created with this. It's your program. Talk to me a little bit about the Brotherhood, because I know you've been an inspiration for a ton of guys on there, and I'm sure you've actually taken a lot of inspiration. And that's something I realized in designing this program early on. It's like the meal plan and the workouts are great, but there's so many meal plans and workouts. You could buy a book on Amazon and get a P90X DVD, but it's all these other factors like the community and the camaraderie and like like-minded people working towards a big goal of bettering ourselves and our communities. Speak to that and what kind of impact that's had in your journey. Oh, it's been great. So. And again, there's been times where I've been very active in there. And then, you know, where you're at with where your personal journey is, is how active you are, right? And I think we naturally kind of want to cocoon ourselves and and go on that island because if we're not out in that light, then, you know, it's like, well, okay, I'm here and I'm not really dedicated. I've kind of slipped up a little bit, but that's been my motivation to go back in and read what other guys are doing. What are they experiencing? I love that when we see, you know, such and such join, such and such join, you know, and those are all new guys that are representing their personal life and their personal story that are making that conscious decision. A simple welcome, bro, or hey, go get them or kick it or whatever it is, you know, we all have to do that together. And the fact is, is that we are men here because in our hearts, we know we want to make a change or we wouldn't be here in the first place. And so you've got to have that brotherhood. And it's just kind of like, whether it's William Wallace and the Scots and Braveheart or whatever, these warriors don't do it alone. They do it together. And so this, to me, is the same kind of concept. So the brotherhood's been huge. And I just love reading and seeing the guys' stories. I love when guys are raw, you know, and I've done that sometimes too, where I'm just like, you know what, put it out there. Because there's enough mambo jumbo surface crap guys got to really be okay with doing that and share you know hey i'm struggling i'm sucking eggs i can't seem to get there i can't get to the weight that i'm trying to hit i can't seem to put in any new weight on the bar or whatever it is we feed off of each other and that's the beauty of the program and the brotherhood so yeah i've, I've enjoyed it immensely and 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 as you can kind of tell that's how my heart is i'm, I'm a transparent cut the crap kind of guy 
I always have been, sometimes to my own demise, <laughs> depending on the situation. But at the end of the day, people know they're going to get the straight story from Kev. That's just how I roll. And so I think it's important because, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to hopefully provide some of that inspiration to the guys on there too. And at the same time, if I'm going through a season or anybody else, then we can go in there and we can get that. And, and I think that's really one of the key components of the Fit Father Project that you've created is that that's, that's the differentiator for me because, yeah, there's all these other things, like you said, but at the end of the day, you've got a group of guys that you can put something out there, you can share whatever the heck it is, and guys are going to just give you good feedback. They may say, suck it up, buttercup, let's do this thing, you know, but that's what it's all about. And sometimes you need that. And you don't necessarily always have an opportunity to get that, whether you're going to a gym with somebody, if you have a partner or whatever. And so that's the beauty of the brotherhood. And I think it's, it's, it's awesome. It's great. I agree with that hundred percent. Now with you, where you're at right now with your health and your vitality, having a big family ranging from kids that are 25 to very young ones, what does the future have in store for you as a fit father? What's down the line for you in terms of using your health, your vitality, and what's important for you over the next 10, 20, 30 years? Oh, man. You know, I think I ponder on that every day, literally. My job gives me a lot of windshield time, so I have a lot of reflection time. Let's face it. I'm not here to blow smoke up anybody's butt. You know, the reality is anytime you've got a big family at home, it's a lot of work. You jump to 51 years old and you're still chasing around a two-year-old. It's crazy work and it's wonderful, but there are times where I just have to have those times of reflection. And that's one of the things that I always try to focus on is what's my purpose? Am I purposely living? And so really to answer your question, for me, the future is staying focused on the the things that matter most. Don't try to get pulled in too many different directions because this life is so short. We never know how much time we have. And the fact of the matter is, is that we just take it one day at a time. And that's the approach I try to use in my life is one day at a time. Can I be in the best husband to my wife I can be? Am I being the best father to my children I can be? Where's my spiritual life at? Where's all those things? But 10, 20, 30 years down the road, my ultimate goal, Doc, is really so that, you know, my family can say, hey, you know what? First and foremost, Kev was never perfect. No one is, right? But he strived to do the best he could with what he had. And we don't know how much time we have. We don't know. You hear these guys all the time. They either have a heart attack or whatever, and it's just life happens. But I want my family to know that I was intentional about what I could do to take best care of myself for them and for myself too. So future, staying fit, um, staying with a program like this, listening to my body. I think that's key that the guy's got to remember. You got to listen to yourself. Every single one of us, you know, I think it says in Psalm 139, we're each uniquely and wonderfully made, right? I just, I wrap around that kind of stuff because what's good for me might not be good for you or the next guy next to me, but listen to your body, know what works, know what maybe doesn't work, what you need to avoid or whatever. But Long term, if if I, you know, Lord willing, make it to my 80s or whatever that is, I want to be that dude that people are like, what the heck, man? That guy's got like no hair and he's got a white beard, but look at the shape he's in, you know? And I'm not doing it because I'm trying to impress anybody. If if we get into this and you start seeing results, and the next thing you know, your mindset is who's looking at me? Who am I impressing? You missed the boat. This has to be an internal thing and just let that come organically. But yeah, I just I want to have that type of a lifestyle and continue to follow this. This is a program 
that I can sustain, that any guy can sustain for the long term. It incorporates everything that we need to stay healthy. And quite honestly, it really goes against the grain, um, no pun intended, but of, <laughs> of the world we live in because so many guys buy into that that lie. And my perspective is, you know, fear's a liar, punch him in the mouth. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Mic drop right there. I agree with you 100% on all of that. And I'm curious too, in the changes that you've made over the past several years and knowing that for you and your mission statement, your wife and your family, your kids, your grandkids is at the center of that. What has it been like in their perspective, seeing you go through this change? Have they looked at you through different eyes? Have they said particular things? Have you noticed a shift in them getting to witness what you've done in recreating yourself at this age? Yeah. So one of the things I love is when I'm working out, they come down. They know dad because I've got skillet just bam, you know, and they're like, dad's, dad's hitting that, the righteous iron. They want to come down and be a part of that. So <laughs> I've had pictures that I've posted, you know, like where I'm doing push-ups and they're laying on my back. So I'm like, okay, you guys want to be a part of this and they're seeing dad do it. Well, you dummy, bring them into it, you know? And so that kind of stuff has been really fun. Just even this morning when I did my workout, my daughter Abigail came down and she was working on her homework while dad's working out. So that piece of it has been really good. But yes, they've noticed a difference because my confidence has come back. I'm not walking around like a bear at night. You know, that was what really frustrated me the most, I think, in, in, in some ways was because I knew for a long time I needed to make that change and I didn't like who I was at that point because I was so exhausted mentally and physically and everything. I was not being the effective father and husband I needed to be. It was impacting my family and my kids because when when dad is that kind of thing and it affects everyone. And so as a reverse to that, now they're seeing dad morph into something different. And I know for a fact that they're proud of me. My sons have both said, you know, Hunter that had the accident, Jackson's 23, my daughter Isabel's 21. At different times, they're like, yeah, dad, you know, and, and, and some of it's like, woo. And, and, but deeper down, my goal is that I'm setting an example for them. You know, I'm saying, Hey, look, dad loves you guys enough that he's willing to do whatever he's got to do. And if that means I'm sprawled out on the floor, sweating like a banshee because I'm working out, it's because I love you. So, you know, it's, it's been a really neat journey to watch how they like to come alongside and be a part of it with me. And, you know, I know you said you kind of look back and I don't know if you saw the picture the one time, just just absolutely pulled my heart right out of my chest. I was coming home from work and I'm coming down the street slowly to my driveway. And I look in the backyard and my son Malachi at the time was probably 10 and he's in the backyard doing apex 10. And I'm like, okay, that's sick. I mean, my son is doing what I'm doing, but he wasn't doing it alongside of me. He was doing it because he watched what dad was doing and he wanted to be like dad. And, um, that that one to me that uh that solidified it i was i was on the right track yeah i'd say so the next question i'm going to ask is and i think that almost answers the question is is for you what does it mean to be a fit father it means i'm trying it means i'm taking i'm taking the time to self reflect and honor my family the best that i can because i've been blessed with a big family Did I intend on having a big family when I was young? No, but I wouldn't change a thing. And what it means to me be a fit father is that I'm strong, not just physically, but I'm strong in my heart. And when I'm strong in my heart, I'm being everything I can be to my family. First and foremost, my wife, 
our wives don't need to see a guy who is a man, a husband who's just on the surface. What they need deep down is a man who's committed, a man who is a warrior heart and is going to do everything that he can. A lot of this to me, honestly, is fit husband project as much as it's fit father project, (laughs) because, you know, the dough of our youth, Proverbs 5, um, all she wants is a guy who's just sold out and is going to be there and he's going to fight for her. That just impacts then our relationship, because one of the things that you were talking about in preparation for this was how has it affected your relationships? Well, my marriage when I'm feeling good about myself and when I'm taking care of myself, not just a physical turn on to our wives, right? Let's face it. If we're getting buff, it helps. Okay. I mean, come on. But all of those things deeper down make such a difference to our marriages and our relationships with our kids. And truly that's what every woman really desires. It's just to have a man with a warrior heart that is showing her and his family that he's, he's going to do everything he can to make it happen. So being a fit father to me is, is, is just a, it's a lifestyle. It's a mindset. Are there times, again, where you're going to fall short? Yes. Are there times where you're going to, again, in my case, just suck it up and get back in it? Of course there is. I mean, I don't care what you're doing. I mean, that analogy you use of taking the hill. Okay, so I'm a, I'm a movie guy, so I, a lot of times I refer back to movies. So Patriot, right? He's running with the flag and all the other guys are going this way. And he's like, come on, you know, you don't take that hill. Think about how many battles you have to fight here before you get to the top. And so don't expect those battles aren't going to happen. They're going to happen. But if you're trained up internally and externally and you're ready for them, you're going to see what's coming at you. You can assess what the enemy is. Again, punch it in the mouth, do what you've got to do, and then keep going up the hill. And I think at the end of the day and end of our lives, you know, if we can really truly say that we are focused on some of these kinds of things that go beyond just our life here, that's making an impact. And again, for me, it's about my legacy. You know, my leg- is my legacy intact? How have I lived my life as the link in the chain? Is it going to be a strong chain after I'm gone? That's where I focus. And I really try to focus as much as I can and know, okay, I've got grandkids now. And what is that going to look like? You know, after I'm gone, my grandkids or great grandkids that I may never even meet, you know, what's happening and where's their life at as a result of how Kev took care of his? Yeah. I mean, I think that's like, the selfless ripple of change that happens when we become strong mentally, physically, and integrated, like the, the effect you're having on your family, I don't think you can even quantify it. And for generations to come, and it's really meaningful. To wrap this up, I want to give you the floor one more time to share a couple things. One, what would you say to a man who listens to this and is feeling inspired and knows he's at a point where he needs to make a change? And then two, Anything you would like to share with your fellow brothers on this program who are listening with big smiles on their faces because they can relate (laughs) big time to your journey. I'd like to do that before we wrap up. Absolutely. So what I would say to these guys, because again, I was there too. I was on that fence. Maybe you've tried different programs in the past and, you know, it just, it worked for a while or whatever the situation is. If you're there and you're at that line and you're just like, do I, I got to lift my foot. I got to take that first step. Just start. That's all you've got to do is just start somewhere. Is it going to feel good right away? No, but nothing is. If it's worth it, it's gonna it's gonna hurt at first, and and I mean that in a good way. Yeah, you're going to be sore, but that's just the the body piece of this. But it goes deeper to that. Once you start and you get momentum, it's just like anything. They say something in motion will stay in motion, and same thing with this. 
just take time to start. Have the courage to follow the directions of, that the program gives. Embrace those things. Don't You don't want to deviate because you've thought this through a long time. You and the rest of the team, you guys have done a spectacular job putting together a holistic approach to this thing. But take the time to start and allow yourself time to to grow with the program. It's not going to happen overnight is what I'm trying to say. Give it the time that it needs. And I guarantee 30 days into this thing, if you have the guts to try this, you will feel like a new man. You're going to feel better internally, mentally, spiritually, everything, wherever you're at in your life. It's going to make a difference. The guys that are on the program, what I would say is just keep at it. We're all bros. We're all doing this together. I love hearing all the posts, love hearing the stories. There was one gentleman about a year or two ago that he was struggling. He was in the brotherhood. And I could tell he was like, I know I want to be this, but I just can't freaking get the courage and the strength to start. And so I PM'd him, you know, I mean, there's, there's some great stuff within, you know, but there are sometimes too where guys don't necessarily want to share and let it all out. And we had some great conversation just between the two of us. And I was able to hopefully, I think, encourage him a little bit and inspire him a little bit. But I guess that's probably the biggest message here, man, is that we're in this together. You know, the brotherhood is there for a reason. We have to have that support. It's huge. So uh, it's been a pleasure getting to know all these guys and hear their stories. I mean, I just, I love the intricacies of the group because every guy is different. Their story is different. I love hearing the guys in Canada. They're talking about their stories. You can hear the accent. (laughs) And some guys, you know, some guys in this program, Doc, they may be 300 plus. They've got like buku weight that they just have to shed. And other guys may be just in that season where they're just know they need something different. And and whatever it is that you're at, you know, again, we're all a snowflake, right? And we're not all the same. But it's been awesome being a part of it and being a part of the brotherhood and the program. I'm in this for the long haul. And again, I know I have other guys that share too. If anybody ever needs just some encouragement or whatever, if you know, feel free to reach out if there's any answers I can give. As I've gone through this process, I've learned a lot of the lingo and the things and how they work and stuff. And I, I love listening to a lot of your, your videos that you're putting on YouTube about, you know, how do you use this, lose this weight? How do you increase your or better your sleep and all that stuff? Because that's one of the things I deal with with my job and with sleep apnea. I have to be aware of my sleep because it's easily I could be sleep deprived. But my final thing I'll throw out there, the program's amazing and I appreciate you and the rest of the team, Ben and Craig and Trina, and if I'm missing anybody, I apologize, but you guys are awesome. And the fact that you are taking time to engage your platform, your audience, and you don't see that a lot. And I think that's huge because the guys feel like the Dr. Ray that's doing the videos and the workouts and stuff, you're not just there, but there's no connection. You're connecting personally. And I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that on behalf of myself and all the rest of the guys on this thing, your dad's proud of you what you're doing. Thanks, Kev. Absolutely. That means a lot. And I think that's the end. (laughs) I mean, we appreciate you so much. You're the epitome of the Fit Father Project. You're the product. I look at you and it makes all the work, all the inspiration of my dad, all the late nights developing this program. It makes it all worth it. And I'm really proud of you. Good deal. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Kev. I'm looking forward to sharing this. And thanks for everyone listening to today's episode. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. 
to watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.